Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. I'm your host, Taylor Vollen. I hope y'all had a great weekend and a great Father's Day on Sunday. On today's episode, you're going to hear from Colby Krieger, who's currently sitting number four in the Resist All Rookie heading standings, but first, some pro rodeo results from over the weekend. Eric Rogers and Paul Eves won the Strawberry Days Rodeo in Pleasant Grove, Utah with a four flat, bringing in $2,365 each. In Newtown, North Dakota, Bubba Buckaloo and J.R. Gonzalez split the win with Braden Puring and Jade Nelson with a five flat, all taken home $2,312. At the Buffalo Bill Rodeo in North Platte, Nebraska, Clay Holtz and Matt Zancanella were a 5.1 to win $3,024 each. In Big Spring, Texas, Clayton Eggers and Joshua Smitherman were 4.7 seconds to win $2,832 each. And in El Paso, Texas, Tyler Waters and Seth Hall were six flat to both win $1,210. Now it's time to hear from Lillian Kent, our junior Western digital content producers, conversation with Colby Krieger on how the rookie race is shaping up, his partnership with Rich Skelton, and just kind of how the year looks. Well, um, just to start out, how long have you, you or your family known Rich? Actually, we uh, we really haven't. I uh, I called him probably a month ago. Right? I called him about two weeks before Corpus Christi. Um, right when the books opened and everything was ready to be entered down there and the guy I was supposed to rope with his brother was going to be able to get in so I actually was without a partner and I got on who uh, was qualified the top 40 teams and Rich was one of the last guys without a partner and he was kind of my top pick of the last guys that wasn't teamed up already okay. so I gave him a call and and he, uh, he said that he actually didn't have a run and was kind of unsure if he was going or not. And he said if I uh, if he had the chance to rope with me, he would he would go down there. I said, well, let's, let's go. So it kind of happened out of a chance, not really like this like meticulous plan. No, no. That no, is uh, wild. He, he actually, so I roped with Boogie Ray last summer, um, kind of after the fourth. We roped at St. Angelo and went to a couple and then picked back up after the fourth. And him and Boogie are pretty good buddies. And he called Boogie um, after I called him to go down there to Corpus and and asked a little bit about me. And, and he kind of offered me a deal. He's like, well, why don't you come down here and do a little circuit rodeo on this year? And, I hate to say it, but I kind of told him no. I said, man, I said, I got a pretty good partner right now, and we're getting ready to go for, like, Guyman and stuff like that. I said, if I can have a pretty good win, I, I'd like to kind of keep going. He goes, well, I respect that. He goes, well, if something changes, we want to ease down here this summer, let me know. And so we kind of ended at that. Then that's what, that's what you said to Rich? You turned Rich yeah. to <laughs> Rich yeah, wanted Rich wanted to circuit rodeo, and you said you wanted to go for the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, he called me back. He said, "Well, he goes, I got a couple practice down the horses down here, and he goes, we can do a lot of roping, and I didn't win that trip." And I said, "Well, 
I said, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll come down there. So I I only got I only have one horse at the time, and I uh, I was like, well, it'd be nice to give her a little break and let me be able to work on open too at the same time. Yeah, when was that? That was uh, kind of going into Guyman, like we had, we went to uh, the rookie roundup and stuff like that, and uh, went out there for that week. And I went to Guyman with a different partner. I went to um, Kansas City and the rookie roundup and Guyman okay. and Oklahoma, a couple of rodeos up there with a winning Bo Yazi. Okay. Okay. But, and that's who I uh, actually started the year out with him. I was living with him. And uh, we had went up there to Denver to the qualifier and had, had a lot of luck. And rodeoed up until um, Duncan, Oklahoma was our last rodeo. And then I drove all night from Duncan and got there here to Riches. And we rode the night before Corpus and went to Corpus again. Okay. And uh, why did you and Bo decide to part ways? Honestly, really, I was, I didn't have enough horsepower. I, uh, I had one horse, I wasn't getting to practice much. He was having to go other places and practice, and I, I didn't really feel like I was on the, the top of my game. I was going to the rodeos on the weekend, morning. And I'm a perfectionist. I, if I don't run 20 or 30 a day, I don't feel like I got any better or did or even, even warmed up. Yeah. So, are you riding one of Rich's now? I actually, I'm still, I'm riding one of, I'm riding mine right now. I've been practicing on some of his, but um, actually coming up, I think I'm actually going to take one tonight of this guy named Gary McKinney. He owns and runs Reliance Ranch. Oh, wow. um, We've been going over there and helping with him a bunch and got to know him pretty well. And he kind of watched me ride some and has given me an offer to ride some of his horses. And it's going to be, it's going to be pretty awesome. They are, they're a totally different animal than I've ever stepped foot on. So it's kind of wild you went from... I wouldn't call it a low point, but just not being where you wanted to be and kind of stepping back from another partnership to getting set up with Rich and practicing with him, and now you're meeting this, like, next level of people. I'll, uh, I'll have to say it's been, it's been a very crazy year. Um, I was living in Stephenville, Texas, and... I was shooting horses to try to go to the rodeos in the weekends, and um, I'm 21 years old and was trying to trying to pay for everything. I was I was doing everything through shooing horses. Yeah. And I was going to the rodeos and I was struggling. I was in a pretty low point. Um, I wasn't like I said I wasn't getting to practice and stuff, and and I've always been a believer in God, but. It, there's a lot of times when things go good it's it's easy to to not be grateful and I uh, it was kind of a big changing point in my life and I was I was struggling I was doing bad I I'd missed a bunch of steers and, and I was kind of I was getting down on myself pretty pretty hard 
Yeah. I, I was driving. I was I was going broke. I I didn't. I was struggling as bad as you struggle, and I was down. And I I really I got down and I started praying hard. I made sure every night I was I was thanking for what I what I had and what I was able to do and. At that point, when you're, you know, really going through it, what made you think that it was going to get better? Well, I just, I really, I didn't. I didn't know that it was going to get better. I, that's why I went. I started praying hard, and, and it didn't feel like it was getting better for a couple of weeks. And then, whenever Rich called me and, and offered me to come down here and all that, it was like, it was kind of an eye opener, like, wow, maybe. Maybe this is where it's supposed to be better. Maybe the, the, the spot made a mood to go. Yeah. So it, it's one of the deals I kind of had to had to think on, on what I was doing because I had, I mean, I had a full clientele of horses to shoot and Stephen go and for me to just pack up and, and leave it. Go to somewhere where I had not any horses to shoot. That was a that was a hard a hard move and a hard decision to make, just because of you know, me supplying and living off of what horses I shot, just to go and and not have any. Yeah, it's a big leap. Yeah, and I I've moved to Stephenville and I've been there going on three years now, so it was that's kind of what I considered home. And just to just say, hey, I'm I'm leaving home and gonna go move in with Rich Skelton. I mean, that, that's something crazy and something I never knew, uh, never thought I'd say. Yeah. Think about. Yeah. Where's Rich's place? Lano, Texas. Okay. Nice. So. so it's, it's, two, it's like two and a half hours from Stephenville. Okay. And so I, I was I was going back and forth a little bit to try to keep up and finish off. I didn't want to leave my clients high and dry. They've been too good to me. So I, I've made some trips back to go and make a little money and, and go shoot. But yeah. It was definitely a hard move. For sure. Um, so we talked about uh, how your rodeo mentality was kind of survival mode let's see what money I can make and how Rich's mentality was we're not going until we can win it or win a check yes um, it's, he's, he's big on on be ready at the house and he knows what to be ready for to where me I would rope at the house that week and ride my one good horse I've run three or four steers on her that night and like well that's that's what I got, so I'm ready, I guess. I, I wasn't, I was unsure of what to be ready for, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. To so. I get here, and, and he's like, well, here's what the setup's going to be, and I'm like, it's kind of funny, because I'm like, how do you know? Like, I, I guess you've been there, you know, 20 times now, so I guess that's how you know, but, I mean, he, he, can, he can practice for every setup, just because he knows what it's already like. Okay. And how hard was it for you to adjust from going all the time to only going when you're ready? It, it was danger weird because I didn't like. I'm very repetitive. I gotta I gotta do something a lot to to figure it out. And living in Stephenville, I was I was jackpotting every day, 
just maybe to eat lunch, maybe not, because I want to go jackpot. And did I you say maybe? Myself. Did you say maybe eat lunch? Yeah, maybe eat lunch, maybe <laughs> not. Who knew? Yeah. And and to come down here and like sit here and get prepared for everything in your mind, it's like, well, I haven't, I haven't competed. But then when you get to the rodeos and and you do good, it's like, huh. I was ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, other than the practicing at home part of it, what else have you really picked up since spending time with Rich? Just the, uh, what a mentality he has. He has such a good mentality on, on even when it goes bad. I mean, we've, we've had some tough luck at some rodeos already. I haven't done my job and he's messed up. It's, it's we're human and and he's pretty pretty dang good at keeping his head up. The first thing he wants to do is go break it down and fix it. And that's been um, I I get upset. I'm a, I I take me messing up pretty hard. I hate I hate it to be my fault. And uh, I get pretty down on myself. And it's been it's been pretty cool that. Even whenever I do a bad job, he still has my back. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then tell me what tell me about the mare you're riding. So she's a six-year-old mare. Um, I bought her the end of last summer. I picked her up in like May last year. Me and a buddy were going to partner on her, and I was going to ride her and do some training on her. She had been started um, roping but just pretty pretty slow started. I mean, she knew the pattern. And uh, I took her, and I was rodeoing pretty hard last summer and was going quite a bit. So really and truly, I, I got had a practice. I was, I was going slow on her, but I was also getting rope for myself some too. So I, I didn't really just sit down and was like, hey, this is going to be my next horse. Like, I got to put the time in her. I was just taking my time and I was honestly I was breakawaying and healing on her as much as I was heading on her oh that's cool just trying to to see where where I could make money on her in the end of the year and I was riding the horse last summer that was actually an outside horse a boy named Tyler Freeman owns him out of Kentucky mm-hmm. and I was riding him all summer I I'd put 60 days of riding on him and then my good horse had gotten hurt, so I pretty much said, I need a horse, and he was awesome enough to, to let me ride him for the rest of the summer and, and pretty much get free training on his horse. Yeah. And I rodeoed on his horse. I took him, I rode him at the American semifinals, and, and I think that was his, like, third rodeo ever. Wow. Third time I rode Barrier, and I took him all the way to Cheyenne. I mean, the horse done awesome, but coming into the end of the year, he's like, well, I'm ready to start roping, so I had to send his horse back. Yeah. I was without a horse, so I got, I was entered in some rodeos after I took his horse back, and uh, I said, well, I'm going to try this yellow out. Okay. And uh, I took her to some rodeos, and the first rodeo we went to, me and Boogie Ray won second on her. I was like, well... She worked. Yeah. I put her through a, through a caution tape at the house, but that's 
never been through a real barrier and took to the rodeo and play stuff. I was like, well, that was fun. You were like, uh, the pieces are there. <laughs> so I started taking her, and, and that was... We started in Louisiana with the first rodeo, and I think that was in, like, October, November. Okay. And I think her, I think it was like her fourth or fifth pro rodeo she'd ever been to was the Denver Qualifier. And we were fortunate enough to win both rounds and win the average on her out there. Wow. It was, she just come so far so fast. So... What are you doing right now to make sure that she stays happy and knows her job while still getting more seasoning on her? I still, like, I still work on her. She still, there is some spots where she is still a little green. Yeah. But the biggest thing on her is she's pretty laid back. Everything okay. I do is to keep her going faster. She, she's pretty okay with going at a slow pace. Okay. She likes to around. And uh, it's kind of crazy. I've never had a horse like this before, but uh, I try not to score many on her. Okay. Because in the everyday situation, I could have done 10 steers in a row on her back in there and not ask her to leave the box, and she's perfectly fine with it, and she won't. And then you and then you can't get her to run when she needs to. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... It's it's me asking her the whole time. She's she's pretty okay with just hanging out. Okay. And it's, she's it's a lot of keeping her free and running and and keeping her opened up because she's the first one. She's she's ready to go fast. She's she's okay with it. She's ready to let you throw your whole rope and and go ride around the flagger. So it's it's a lot of keeping her push forward and. As forgiving as possible to rodeos. Nice. And is she still your main horse, or are you going to start riding more Reliance Ranch horses? So she's still my main at the faster setups, at the, the shorter scores. She's it's it's almost impossible to beat her. Just she's so flat, so so forgiving. Just lets me just lean over the front of her and throw my rope at him. And. Uh, then we're going to start taking the Reliance horses to all the longer start rodeos to where it's not going to be me having to use my rope. I'm going to be able to use a horse. Nice. Okay. So uh, just to kind of wrap up, tell me where uh, you and Rich are headed next and what are you hoping for? Well, we actually, we went to Big Spring, Texas last night and we were able to win second. Nice. Over there, so we kind of that was a good win that we needed, and it kind of helped me in the rookie standings, put me back up and forth again. Okay. Danger helped me there. Um, but we, we're going to kind of do some amateur rodeoing right here for the fourth. We're going to stay pretty close. Okay. Some amateur rodeos and kind of just get some horses lined down and honestly, really try to make the circuit finals. That's, that's kind of the main goal, try to make the amateur finals right here and make the circuit finals and and so rich kind of talked you into the the circuit deal yeah i i claim the texas circuit which i'm glad i did now but we're going to try to do that just for a for a head start on the year um next year he's he's made the comments a couple times he's like i i sure wouldn't mind making the finals again so that would be really cool we're going to go and try to make the circuit finals to where 
we can count it and have a chance at a good amount of money at the very beginning of the year. Yeah. And we're going to go to all the all the qualifiers we can to try to get into all the bigger rodeos and kind of get ourselves set up for okay. the field next year. All right. Sounds like he's got you thinking a little bit more strategically. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And don't forget any Resist All Rookie updates, Top 15 updates, and Circuit updates that you guys are looking for, you can find at the Team Rope and Journal. So make sure you guys are keeping up with our social media.